across South Africa, online and on radio. SAFM, let's talk. All right, you know the number 086-000-2032. Conversations around the two state of the province addresses last night. The Western Cape, Alan Windy, the premier there uh, for the DA, pushing ahead, it seems, with the sort of um, uh, the powers, the provincial powers bill. The Gauteng premier, Panyaz Sufi, disruptions there uh, between the EFF and uh, the uh, Ama Panyaza the crime prevention wardens. Uh, but in the end, uh, Lucifi promising more action against crime there. Also, cadre deployment, a big issue this morning. Well, in the middle of all of that, a series of announcements yesterday by the new political party, Change Starts Now. It said if it came into power, it would create a social solidarity fund. That would see a tax increase on people earning around 1.8 million rand a year or more to create a fund that would be used to fix infrastructure. The party also says it would try and create millions of jobs. Uh, Mark Haywood is a person you've heard as a sort of social activist, but he's joined Change Starts Now. He's now the political strategy principal there. Mark, good morning. Good morning, Stephen, and thank you for having me. What for you are the main points of the policies you would implement if you came into power? Well, Stephen, as you've said, I I want to step back a little bit and say, you know, as we sit here and talk in South Africa, everything is broken and everything is breaking. Uh, You know, we look on a daily basis at ESCOM, but we're not looking at what is happening to our water infrastructure, for example. So we have to decide as a political party and we have to decide as a country, where do you start in trying to fix things? And what we've done in what we call the change charter, a manifesto of hope, is say there are two particular areas we have to zoom in on and we have to zoom in on fast. The first is meeting the greatest human need. We cannot postpone uh, the social crisis that exists in our country whilst we wait for some type of elusive economic growth. There are 20 million people, for example, who are hungry. There are 25% of our kids who are stunted. But side by side, in parallel, simultaneously with that, we have to work out where is the greatest economic needs. And that is where we come to this question of fixing critical infrastructure, which is needed for growth. But I think what differentiates the thinking that we have embarked upon is that it's not difficult to make a very, very long list of things that need to be done in our country. The question is, how do you enable them? How actually, if the voters say, yes, we like your proposals, do you put them into effect? And that brings us to the absolutely critical question of financing. And as you've said, our message, and it may not be popular to begin with, but I hope that we can persuade people, is that we are in a war. We are coming out of a war. We need exceptional measures. And on that basis, we propose creating a special fund, finding 1.5 trillion rand to go into that fund, making sure that fund is protected against corruption and theft and maladministration and targeting that money at those areas of each urgent need. And so that is the context in which we're proposing a wealth tax, increased taxes on high earners and so on. But it's not it's not a standalone. That's what I want to say to you. Okay, I mean, I understand that. Now, as I understand it, the proposal is that this would be a temporary tax. Many people would have to pay this temporary tax would be very suspicious that one day it would just become permanent because, you know, that's convenient. 
Well, you have to trust us. I mean, this is not an ANC government that we're proposing. It's not an EFF government we're proposing. It's a government that is made up of civil society leaders with integrity, of business leaders with integrity. And it is a calculation that says we need to do this for three years. And we also say to people that doing nothing actually will cost more. It will cost more financially. It will cost more in terms of what is drawn out of business and society. If we allow another explosion in this country, if we allow our water infrastructure to collapse, that those are not uh, uh, costless uh, implosions. They, ha- they have a huge cost. So we have to reckon with the state of the country to be, to, 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 to be you know, if we are to be serious. Um, we're expecting elections probably towards the end of May. You started only as a political party, what, November, December last year. Do you really believe you're going to be able to make an impact, to stand apart from all of the other political parties and many of the other new political formations as well? Stephen, you mentioned in your introduction, I've been working in social movements for 25 years. Uh, I have seen and I know how to build movements. I'm already seeing the impact that we are having. We've spent a week working in Soweto as we prepared for for the launch of the Change Charter yesterday. I see that there are millions of people who have not made their minds up, who are unhappy with what is on offer at the moment with the traditional, official, big, established parties. This is now a contest of ideas. And if you can win the contest of ideas, and if you can persuade people that you are not like all the other politicians and basically crooks trying to get into power so that you can divert resources to benefit yourself, then I think that there is potential. I wouldn't pretend or suggest for a second that it's easy. I can tell you it's not, but it's necessary because this is such a high stakes election and it's an election where all people of good need to vote, need to register and need to participate actively if we are to save our country. That's the way that I look at it. Mark Hayward, thank you. Uh, Political strategy principle, a change starts now.